Hello, welcome to Directly to You. It's episode 204 Directly to You. It's the Redirect Podcast. I'm AJ. I'm of Redirect. I'm joined by Parker, also of Redirect. We do this podcast every week. It's Saturday for you guys at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. I'm at freaking too many games right now. I might go <laughs> Sunday. Who knows? But like, mm-hmm. if you're close and you hear this podcast, run. Go to too many games. Hurry up. Might be able to find me. Um, it's in Philadelphia, <laughs> is that right? Yes. Did you just well, say it's, that? It's like okay. right outside Philadelphia. I don't know if I okay, said that. Nice. Did I say that? Anyway, you could you can find know. me there. Anyway, you could support this. Did I say I'm joined by Parker? I'm joined by Parker. He's here. Too. You did because I said hello. Oh, like that. okay. Yeah, he's here. He yeah, won't be at too many games. Fun. He's too far. He can't. True. Run. He can't. Run. Um, but nope. but yeah, I will be in that neck of the woods in like a little over a month. Ah, so uh, you should have. But that's came, a whole month away. You should have game this month. You messed it all up. Um, but yeah, no, we do, we do the show. You can support us and the show by going to youtube.com slash uh, watch redirect or twitch.tv slash watch redirect and give them $4.99 of your own money. Or even better, if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can link it to your Twitch account and you can give us $4.99 via Jeffy B. Take it out of his wallet. He doesn't even need it. He has way too many mm-hmm. monies, dude. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, I mean, like the way billionaires work, you're probably taking out of his stocks or some stupid crap like that. Yeah. Who knows, man? Anyway, in exchange for that, you get loyalty badges, you get free switch keys from time to time, you get emotes, you get access to our supporters only Discord, where we record this show live every week, sometimes mm-hmm. 4 p.m. Eastern time, sometimes later than that. <laughs> Depends on the week, man. But you get yeah. to be part of the peanut gallery and contribute to the conversation. And if we're having like uh, like Q&A or like we miss something, you can, you know, bring it up and it becomes part of the show uh also you can support all the stuff that we do at patreon and you'll get like the game night stuff and all that crap which speaking of that we gotta figure that out we gotta mm-hmm. figure out when we're doing that i guess i yeah. mean it would have to be next week sometime. early next week yep um so yeah True you that. can come through for that and if you already are supporting us through one of the other two things like you get four dollars or you give us jeffy b's money or whatever um you could just like Add the difference between the neck, the eight dollar uh, game night tier, to be part of the game night tier. Uh, I, I think that's all the housekeeping stuff. So we can talk about the Mario movie, man. Mario movie <laughs> stuff is happening. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, according to one of the articles, it's the movie is seventy five percent done. To be honest, I don't know what that means in terms of yeah. Like, what does that even mean? I, you know, because, like, I assume they know the right metrics to where that's just an accurate statement. But it also feels like, I don't know, in terms of editing things or whatever, that, like, I could have a, a big old chunk of something done. But then I need to do ass. I like, eh, takes even longer than some of the other bits. I don't know. That kind of a thing. Mm. So I'm sure they're correct about that. But still, um, it's just a funny thing for them to even mention a percentage yeah, you know, like, like it feels like easier to just be like yep still coming out when right. it's coming out and it's going well like the thing uh, about it is like that good. could mean multiple things like it could mean like there's 70 yeah, 70 percent totally. of the way through like with the like the process that they have to do you know but that isn't mm-hmm. that's not necessarily indicative of how long that those things take like if the first 50 percent is faster than the the, the last 50 percent are you yeah. 50% done, you know, you know, it's like I mean? if you're moving a hundred files from your computer from one place to another and the last file to move is 20 times the size of the other ones. Like, right. That's, 
numbers wise or amount wise you know there's a whole uh who's tom scott i think has a youtube video talking about that kind of thing why like computers can never actually estimate the amount of percentage like left on things right mm-hmm. and i thought it was interesting watch yeah he makes good he makes good videos he does he's a smart little gentleman um <laughs> <laughs> I, I i who's to say carrying on they also um Talked about Chris Pratt said uh, the quote is that his Mario voice in Super Mario movie is unlike anything you've heard in the Mario world before. Uh, the full quote, which we'll read now and then talk about this. And then also just like since we don't know anything still and we're probably poised to find out something at some point in the, you know, reasonable future next couple months. Um, just kind of throw out our last thoughts before we know anything about maybe what it could be like and then kind of go from there, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but here's his actual quote. He said, I worked really closely with the directors and trying out a few things and landed on something that I'm really proud of and can't wait for people to see and hear. It's an animated movie. It's an animated voiceover narrative. It's not a live action movie. I'm not going to be wearing a plumber suit running all over. I'm providing a voice for an animated character and it is updated and unlike anything you've heard in the Mario world before. This is a stupid quote that that you shouldn't that you shouldn't make uh, when you're making a video game adaptation. One hundred percent. Because like that's not what anybody wants. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, like it's it, it's a Mario movie. You know, mm-hmm. like if it, if it was like if he was playing a character that wasn't Mario, and it's mm-hmm. uh, this is brand new type of character, it's nothing you've ever seen before. I think that that might even be a plus. Where it's like, okay, yeah. well, you're not trying to remake this game, and like people can't be like, well, that's not how I saw that character, and blah blah blah. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Well, we have our own yeah. villain. Like that makes sense. But to to take the main character uh, that that people have all these mm-hmm. like memories and like a, uh, like thought association and all this crap going on to be like, nah, we're throwing all that away. It's like, why is it a Mario movie then? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny too because like. Um, Chris Pratt isn't known for voices per se, you know, like he's, he did Lego Batman. And so that's also, I'm not Lego Batman, the Lego movie. Yeah. And while that is an animated movie that he did, he just was him. For, yeah. He was just him, but like a little bit peppier, you mm-hmm. know? And like, I don't know what else he's done maybe some other things but even in those he he's just him mm-hmm. yeah exactly like alex just said he isn't known for any range 100 percent. like love him in parks and rec and then he's you know he's done things since then um etc cetera, etc cetera. but i feel like he's just gonna sound like him talking about him doing voices isn't like inspiring me with particular confidence mm-hmm. i think it's gonna you know it's gonna sound like chris pratt but a little different like a little bit gruffer or more brooklyn maybe or less brooklyn i don't know but like chris pratt with a twist as opposed to like if you got a just a voiceover person you know like rob paulson ash paulson's dad from games playing rob paulson who does like animaniacs voices and like uh the teenage mutant ninja turtles and just like has a huge range of things mm-hmm. i don't know like that could do a thing but uh yeah, this will be this will be interesting. What are I mean, just to close up that part of it, what are you expecting his voice is going to sound like? I think he's just like, going to sound like Chris Pratt. And I think that the the only thing that is going to happen like there's there's the, the starting point being this is unlike anything you've ever seen. I think the mm-hmm. best case scenario is that it will be forgettable and whatever, you know, it's like it's mm-hmm. inoffensive 
forgettable yeah. nobody's yeah. even like when we talk about this movie five years from now best case scenario nobody's even going to remember that he like was hyping this voice up like this but mm-hmm. the more likely worst case scenario is that it's terrible and <laughs> everybody hates it you know um yeah. so like i i just think that it's a, a bad idea because like even if it is somehow good or, or like we're getting debated and he actually just sounds like mario you know like uh, even if that's the case like then it would just be fine you know like mm-hmm. then it's just like okay you did the, yeah. what should have been the the bare minimum the expectation so what is the point <laughs> of hyping this like that <laughs> so like yeah Honestly, I think the fact that it's probably going to be just pretty standard Chris Pratt, or as Trev said, how dare you, Parker? It's going to sound like Star-Lord. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. True. <laughs> um, hey, him. It, like, even, so, I don't know. Thinking back to Parks and Rec, he was a great part of an ensemble cast there, but, like, was typically the comic relief and like off to like front and center front man sort of thing like he's kind of bland as the front man except for a star lord which is still like in a ensemble so he's able to kind of do that more so i feel like he'll probably just kind of fade into the backgrounds of the character once it gets going but it's that's just a hope as opposed to like ryan reynolds as detective pikachu mm-hmm. like I thought he did just a great job yeah. but also detective pikachu like has personality and has character right. and i don't I don't really want Mario to have personality and character because, like, he yeah. just doesn't. Like, you know, just in terms of being authentic to it, like, that's not that it wouldn't be. Right. <laughs> but, like, the thing about it know, is, we... like, I think the best, like, as far as, like, what we know, the best part of this mm-hmm. movie is probably going to be Charlie Day. <laughs> that is probably going to be yeah. the best part of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't hear him talking about it at all. You know, like, I don't hear him being like, oh, I'm the best Luigi, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. all this crap. Honestly, uh-huh. everybody else, I'm kind of excited about, like, um, I'm excited about Chris Pratt as Mario only to just, like, just find out what, it, just to have all the questions answered and all mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, like you said, Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black as Bowser is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, Keegan, Michael Key as Toad and Fred Armisen. Like, all those people, I'm here for it. Those are going to mm-hmm. be great but hilarious that they're doing them, but still <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, broader than just the voice part, what's kind of our expectations at this point, like last guesses before we see anything of, is this like, um, fish out of water kind of a story, or is it like entirely in the mushroom kingdom or, you know, I like mean, what, if it's animated, if it's animated, I would expect it to be at, at least like mostly the yeah. Mushroom Kingdom adjacent, you know, like if mm-hmm. it was live action, I would expect it to be like fish out of water sort of situation. Yeah. Um, but it's what if we just don't know yet? <laughs> They're like, I mean, psych, it's, it's actually like animated. half. Yeah, you're be, right. You're that'd right. be very stupid. It would be really bad. Because, um, I mean, all of them, the messaging from Nintendo 100%. and Illumination and stuff like that, they're all saying that it's an animated movie. Yeah. Um, and Illumination's so. never done a live action thing at all anyway. So, like, I, yeah, I wouldn't expect that at all. It'd yeah. be a hilarious twist, but I'm thankful that that's not going to be the case. Right. But, yes, yeah, like you said, mostly Mushroom Kingdom. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I th- I th- my expectations for this movie is I think it's going to be uh, – like the Sonic movie, 
the first one specifically mm-hmm. um where it's like aggressively average and that's i was gonna say aggressively mid like, yeah like, and, that and that's exactly and that's like pog for video game movie so people <laughs> everybody's gonna like act like this is the best thing to ever happen uh mm-hmm. but it, it'll be fine you know like it'll be a good like it'll be a better kids movie than it will be a video game movie i think um but miyamoto being as involved as it sounds like he is does make me feel like it could maybe be more detective pikachu than sonic the hedgehog um and yeah. that would be a win too i think mm-hmm. um so like ideally it's more detective pikachu and like i would say more detective pikachu than even like because you know people like the second sonic movie i think mm-hmm. the second sonic movie is fine i think the second sonic movie is closer to what detective pikachu does so well yeah um but it still does a lot of what the first sonic movie did wrong and that's being like we're not going to make a sonic movie we're going to make our version of the sonic universe and that's like mm-hmm. what's the point of it be like if you're going to make your version of a sonic movie do what freedom planet did and say we're going to make a video game that plays like sonic but it is not yeah. sonic you know like make a movie that that like you know is inspired by sonic but it's not sonic because at that point it's not like you're not making sonic <laughs> right um yeah. or in this case mario or whatever video game movie like it, it should feel like detective pikachu did in the sense that it's like man like this this world is pokemon like yeah i think that that is like the the, what we can hope for in a video game movie it's like you got to give people a different thing like you can't you can't try to emulate the game because it's like you're moving backwards um right when when you're Mm -hmm. like making a film in the sense of like um the way that people interact with this movie right Mm -hmm. where it's like in a video game even though the stories are usually like like in the grand scheme of things mid um it feels Mm -hmm. grander and it feels more uh robust because you're able to interact with it um and you're able to make your own story more or less um right but with video i mean with, with like video game adaptations and movies and stuff they're making the decisions for you mm-hmm. um so it's like you got to they have to make a whole different thing because then they're not like destroying your idea of what the world is um right. they're presenting you with something that you didn't even get that opportunity to form like opinions on how this character acts in this situation and blah 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 Mm -hmm. honestly the one thing and you saying that too in terms of story specifically the one thing that this has going for it that a lot of other um movie adaptations don't is the fact that mario specifically has so little story some games that you can build headcanon and story stuff more than others like most 2d marios there's not much to go off of you know there's mm-hmm. some like level stories i guess a little bit and otherwise there's a, a couple cutscenes that could maybe tell some story and stuff um but it's so straightforward that it's like just missed to say they have the opportunity whether they're gonna do anything with it or not um to be able to tell a more complete story than's ever been told in Mario. Like, honestly, even just the like final cutscene of Mario Odyssey, like that was nothing like that was such a short little, you know, a bit of a thing um, with like peach and all that stuff. 
but that people were like, whoa, like that was that's some, you know, character progression a little bit. And like that was something. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that much to be celebrated is just like that indicative of how how little stories. Know, how, actually yeah, exactly. Games. Yeah. So, I mean, then again, it's still Miyamoto at the helm of this and story hasn't been his focus in the past. So mm-hmm. I don't know when movies are taken into consideration how that'll translate but he did do the pikmin shorts and those definitely had narrative to them for sure Mm -hmm. um so maybe he thinks differently about movies and narrative than he does about games and narrative and if so cool um i haven't heard anybody at nintendo like expressly like say this but i feel like nintendo Mm -hmm. values lore a lot more than they do story and i think that that a lot of that is because lore is a lot more interactive than mm-hmm. a direct like i'm telling you a story sort of narrative yeah. like they want the the story in the world to be as out of the way as humanly mm-hmm. possible they they just want to give you the means to be like make your own story with this you know yep um, and you can keep this your story moving alongside lore and alongside gameplay in a way that like actual like pause the game here's a cutscene narrative kind of thing isn't like it literally stops the game you know like i enjoyed playing both the xenoblade games that i played but there were times that it was just 30 minutes of cutscene in a row and that's you know less fun (laughs) for sure just it's not as entertaining as actually playing a game but like you said yeah just having other stuff was like, oh, I, you could explore into an area and then try to like figure out what's this thing in the background. You know, there's these ruins or whatever. Um, what's the story behind those? And come up with something cool for yourself. Exactly. So we'll see. Yeah, I do hope. Like you said, I I hope this takes place mostly in the Mushroom Kingdom, but does some interesting things with that. Um, in my mind, the Mushroom Kingdom is largely kind of bland. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. but I say that. But that's really just because I'm thinking of like the Peach's you know, Castle and yeah, like the Peach's Mar- Kingdom part of the Mushroom Kingdom, or like the 2D Mario Mushroom Kingdom, where it's showing them like in this idyllic, fluffy kind of place, or like Mario right. Run, home, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, theoretically, everything else is also in that planet. Um, and oh, my light just flickered. That was weird. Um, but you know, if you go to um. Even like the ruined kingdom or something right. in Mario Odyssey, like that's technically within the same planet as the Mushroom Kingdom and stuff. So we'll see. But then again, so is New Donk City, and who's to say what they could do with that? Like that, that could turn out weird. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, there's you know there's other news and whatnot. So Indeed, we're going to talk about that. Um, first of all, we'll. <laughs> the freaking Xenoblade. But before we get to the Xenoblade Direct thing, I just want to talk about Nintendo Directs in general and mm-hmm. the, the continued annoying back and forth that <laughs> everybody feels like they have to say something that they can say that they were right about. <laughs> like, immediately <laughs> after the... Like, even Kate and Krista, right? Like, they're guilty of yeah. this because they made a video being like, we're definitely getting a Nintendo... Or their podcast or whatever. We're getting a Nintendo uh-huh. Direct in it happening you know like they did the mm-hmm. whole uh um 
YouTube community post of like uh, our Nintendo Direct predictions are coming out and all that other stuff. And the second that the Xenoblade Chronicles Direct gets announced, they're like, why we're definitely not having a Nintendo Direct. <laughs> it's like, yo. I didn't watch it at all. Is it literally just because of the Xenoblade one? If he's, I don't know if you watched I, I it. I mean, I, I... Was that there? To, to be fair, I, I will have to watch it through. To, to know that but just like the title in and it of seems itself like it, for it's sure. crazy yeah, to yeah, be exactly. like if the, if the if the kicker is like ah, actually we might you know but like to title the video why we're definitely not getting a nintendo direct yep. it's crazy <laughs> like it's just fully like, agreed yeah as soon as i saw it i was like oh cool a xenoblade direct and then yeah everybody's <laughs> conversation about it was just like all right yeah, I mean, who's to say? Anything could happen still, technically, you know. Yeah, literally uh, any yeah. of those things can happen. Because, like, from the door, my my thing always, always, every time there's a Nintendo Direct, it, it'll happen when it happens. I think that we'll probably get it around, like, this quarter, you know. Uh -huh. But, like, I think the second that people start putting, like, a, a flag in the sand and say, like, this is the month and day and time. And this is when we'll get the announcement by this time. And if by this time we don't get the announcement, mm -hmm. it's not going to happen, you know. The second that people start doing that, Nintendo's like, mm -hmm. Uh, all right well we're gonna do everything but that you know yeah honestly this month has been a lot like i the fact that at some point people were like you know oh it's actually the 29th instead of the 15th or whatever like that week i was i probably would have been watching twitter more often just because like yeah it seems like it's probably gonna happen this week from what people are saying so like i would have been watching it and then before that week even came up like so last week um they you know people were like oh no it's the end of the month i was like cool don't have to worry about it now if there is one legit cool and if not that's fine too because my brain's not like prepped for it or anything mm -hmm. and honestly having the xenoblade one now has made it to where it's like if there is one next week also cool but mm -hmm. i'm not expecting it right. at all <laughs> so yeah. truly don't care and it's just you know like we'll find out about it games eventually but i mean same kind of thing it's like we don't want to find out about games at a time when we shouldn't be finding out about games basically right. you know like i trust that they're going to show us stuff whenever they show us stuff because like they know how valuable nintendo directs are so right. they're going to do them as soon as they're realistically able to you know the reason we don't get them isn't because they're withholding stuff on purpose it's because it's like now nah, we actually probably need a little bit more time for this and so that's Fine. Yeah, yeah, it's like i only want one when they can give us one this is the best part of it not being part of e3 to me is that they can yeah. do it whenever it is good for them to do it. <laughs> that mm -hmm. is a W, you know? Like, I don't care about the yeah. the specific day and time that I am going to be advertised to. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm down yeah. to see announcements. That's cool. But, like, I'm not counting down the days until they give me 30 minutes of ads. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> you know? And also, like, now, like, I thought it was cool to watch the Xenoblade Direct. I also knew it was a Xenoblade Direct going in, so that was fun. So... If they had seven minutes of Xenoblade stuff in the middle of a direct, that would have been seven minutes of stuff in the yeah. middle of a direct. When it's like, I'd, I'd, I'd rather see variety of things because exactly. I, I know that I'm going to want to know whatever. We talked about that last week. But like, um, yeah, it, this got to have its own dedicated thing. So I'm pretty happy about that because <laughs> like it's a win-win scenario at that point. Like. Yeah, even, yeah, last week that we were talking about it and other people who also specifically like RPGs are like, yeah, I don't want the whole time to be taken up by yeah. the same one game, right. you know? Yeah. And like Nintendo Life, they straight up said they're not covering 
this direct that just happened mm-hmm. because it's like yeah. if you're gonna play a game <laughs> that the whole thing is about the story and like uh exploration and discovery and all mm-hmm. that stuff why watch a 30 minute presentation that is taking away that discovery <laughs> and exploration from you <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like yeah you you can't I did play the th- game right now you can't like yeah. then be like here are the controls and here's the the systems that does not then allow you to play the game in your head <laughs> so like yeah. w- what is the point <laughs> yeah man but speaking of that they did have a direct and i watched uh, i think i watched all of it i watched like I started watching it like seven minutes into it. Oh no, I missed a couple minutes. I started watching like seven minutes into it and then finished it through the end, then went back to the beginning and watched the first couple minutes. And then the stream like went down so that it could like post the video. And then I just did go back and watch this. So there's a couple minutes somewhere in there that I didn't see. Um, but like game looks good. Honestly. Um, it like seems like from what I've seen, a really good blend of Xenoblade Chronicles one and two which is nice because there's definitely things that like people preferred about one and preferred about two for the most part. It seems like those things are both here. I'm sure there's people that feel the opposite ways of the general consensus on, you know, some of those things, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it seems like we're doing all right on that front. And, um, and also, it definitely seems that they chilled on the, on the booba. They, they, it definitely seems like it. there's yeah, one, like, there's the characters have, um, they can do like like merging kinds of things like mm-hmm. or these you know ouroboros things that they call um and one of the main three i think there might only be three of the main party or at least like you know for the main part of the story in at, in xenoblade chronicles 2 you're like yeah there's only this one this thing and then halfway through the story they're like whoa there's a second that thing yep. kind of sort of and then later it's like and there's another you know it's just <laughs> like power creep you know right. uh, super saiyan 7 kind of mm-hmm. a thing but it's fun while you're doing it. Um, all that to say, one of them is like, it's a little bit more more the booba. But mm. um, for the most part, seems like we're doing good on that front. So that's great. <laughs> nice. W. Yeah, indeed. And like also, there's not the same. There's a like better replacement for the kind of blade sort of system of like, um, of a rotating party. So in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you like discovered blades and stuff and you you know that whole thing and it was kind of a loot box situation just not that you could pay money for or anything um but that was like not particularly well balanced because if you wanted to get all of the legendary blades or whatever it took just forever and tons of grinding to do that um but so instead there's like an a seventh slot of you have six main people on your party and there's a seventh slot that you can like recruit various people, I guess, throughout the story. And you can just sub somebody in for that seventh slot if you want, which is a nice way to like do that and like have some versatility, but it's not, it seems like all things that you can control how to get them, not like just random stuff. Um, so it feels like a good middle ground of both of those things um, of having some versatility, but also whatever. And they're like, I don't know, classes, things like it, it seems like one of those things that you could play this game multiple times. If you wanted to, I would not. Cause I don't, play games story games multiple times mm-hmm. um and have like different character loadouts with classes be different and stuff like that or like switch it out during the game i, I don't maybe that's too hard to like respec or something like that but seems neat and i don't want to get in any spoilers so i won't but the main like story concept um 
seems seems fun like the non-spoilery version of it is like you know we know there's two warring factions and they're like constantly forever always and forever at war and there's like a particular reason why they have to continue to be but like is it real do they really need to be doing it who's to say um but it's it's a nice fun little sci-fi kind of reason so that's the non-spoilery version Mm. seems fun yeah, I don't know if I'm probably not going to pick it up at launch. Um, oh, maybe I'll put it on like my Christmas list or something. So I'll be playing it a long time later, and it also depends on time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, what about your video? Aren't you making a video? Oh yeah, Xenoblade? I was gonna make a video on the Xenoblade Chronicles Two music and stuff. So mm-hmm. I need to do that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about this game. So, <laughs> um, I mean, like. Even less so now. Like, if you're not getting it at launch, I'm not playing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll see where where time and things like time are at at that point, maybe. But I mean, no pressure. I don't really want to play it, but if it's there, I'll play it. Yeah. If it's not, I don't got to. That's a W. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah, that's Xenoblade. Um, also, Fire Emblem Three Hopes is out now, so that's mm-hmm, neat. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not picking it up. Another um, game that I'm not going to play. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's another one where it's like, if I had it, I'd probably, I'd probably play it some. But I'm just having a hard time. Fi- and we have a baby and stuff, so it's True. I'm having a hard time finding. I'm going to do most things and games that I'm not like 100 percent sold on aren't just going to naturally fall into that. So you yep. know what. That makes sense. That's fair it is enough. what it is. Um, but speaking of other games that are out on the Switch now, mm-hmm. we got Pokemon Snap on NSO. True. And this is another one where I have some opinions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, game- games. I I love that it did what it did for the Pokemon universe and stuff like that. Here's my opinion. Getting into it, so I played some of it last night, and during playing it i was saying just last week that it's like you know this is a nice one because you go from new pokemon snap you can go to pokemon snap and it you know is a a more one-to-one situation yeah it's not and (laughs) yeah that's fine it's about as one-to-one as mario odyssey to mario 64 which granted still you know those are like that that's the root of mario odyssey is mario 64 like it makes sense that it's there, but um, there are improvements for a reason. Like that's time. Yeah. Time will do that to you. Exactly. And... You have to be like a specific type of gamer to to want that sort of thing, right? Yeah. Where it's yeah, like, yeah, sure. hey, you like this new thing? It might have been the first thing you ever played in the series, right? Here's another one, mm-hmm. but worse, objectively. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, exactly. It's, like, it's yeah. hard because, like, <laughs> I mean, and I there's some things that I like to do for. Okay, so on one side, there's nostalgia. That'll get me to play something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other side is like the educational sort of side of it where it's like, I just want to better understand such and such. So like, I listen to a lot of metal and our friend Rob over at Rules Your Review, um, he also listens to a bunch of metal and his favorite band of all time is Metallica. And the only people that I knew that listened to Metallica in high school were just the worst. They... They were the worst, is mm-hmm. all I'll say. Um, <laughs> and I, uh, so therefore, I just didn't really listen to Metallica because I was like, you know what? People who listen to Metallica are the worst. Yeah. Um, I feel that. 
And then so I went back and because also like I listened to metal at the time too, but it was you know like not Metallica, <laughs> not not like the classics, the real metal. It was you know mm-hmm. like Under Oath and The Devil Wears Prada and like screamo, emo kind of stuff, um, which you know got a bad rap in that like classic community. Um, mm-hmm. So all that said. I finally was like, hey, Rob, what's like, what Metallica album should I listen to? And he was like, oh, yeah, man, you should listen to this one. I think it was the Black album. I don't know for sure. So I went and listened to that one. And like, I appreciated it for the educational side of it and mm-hmm. being like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I can see that. But as far as like enjoying it for like listening to its sake, no, not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, and so same kind of with a lot of games where either I have nostalgia for it or there's like, honestly, to some degree, a link to the past was a little bit like more on the edge. It was fun. Like that was one Mm -hmm. that holds up a lot better than a lot of other ones. But there were definitely some, you know, uh, quality of life things that have just gotten a lot better and all that. So like it was the educational part that pushed me to not just like drop it a couple of times here and there. So. Yeah. Cause like at the end of the day, that game and mm-hmm. th- those games in that yeah. particular series uh-huh. uh, have a unifying factor that all of them, including uh, at certain points, breath of the wild are just mm-hmm. obtuse for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, I just got to in Ocarina of Time. I haven't played it in a couple of days, but I played it a little bit more after last week. I got to Kakariko Village, and that's like particularly obtuse in there. What you're supposed to do, and I like there's other points in the game that'll do the same thing, and I remember those happening. But I definitely remember, especially Kakariko Village, being like, "Yeah, so what are you supposed to do? Here? Yeah. Like at some yep. point, Zelda gives you a letter, and you're supposed to." you know, at, you're, you're going to need to give this to somebody. But by the time you get to the town, you've explored some, you've like found some things that you need to find. And then there's a guy blocking your way. You already forgot that you even have that letter and you've got other things you could try to do, like play Zelda's lullaby for him and stuff. So like, I was like, what do you have to do? So just literally looked up like, how do you, how do you get to death mountain again? And he was like, yeah, show him a letter. I was like, ah, it's so yeah, dumb. Sure, okay. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm always beating that drum that it's like, I, I think nostalgia is stupid. <laughs> I think it's very dumb. Um, uh, like, it's fine, I guess. But like, to, to hold up something mm-hmm. as being better than it is, removed from mm-hmm. having nostalgia for it. If like, people know that their options, like their options like this, like, ah, you know, you had to be there. Then mm-hmm. you know it's not good. <laughs> like you're just letting your dumb kid brain <laughs> dictate the mm-hmm. things that you think are currently good as an adult in modern gaming. <laughs> like, and honestly, I mean, when the nostalgia chemical is is functioning correctly, and when it's like you know working, I'm all for that. Like, I'm like, yeah, sure. It's yeah, because like at the end of the day, like to you, your experience food, you know? is like you're having fun because you, you know, yeah, the exactly. nostalgia is tricking you into thinking that this is just as good as the new games. Man, it's that. Yep. <laughs> like, um, or like not even necessarily like a trick, but you're you're just seeing all this stuff that they that they uh, retained and still mm-hmm. use, and be like, see, it's just like that because that's in there. <laughs> you know, like you get the master sword in this. Uh huh. Like, but yeah, 
So like on the Pokemon Snap thing, I think I can't remember if I actually said this or I think I might have just said this when we were talking about it before we actually recorded. But like there were definitely there still are things where it's like, man, I wish they'd brought back literally just like these two things, mm-hmm. specifically evolutions right. in level that those were great. Like in it, those were really fun to happen. Um, and I wish that they kept happening. And also it's so dumb, but like the Pokemon landmarks were just fun because it was like. It, it was just dumb fun because it's just a fun thing um but besides that i feel like uh yeah these these games got in in a similar way to like super mario maker 2 versus super mario maker 1 mm-hmm. that like super mario maker 2 did improve quirky. so many things yeah. but like because it wasn't like the new th- uh, the the foundation of it wasn't new and fresh like it was before mm-hmm. then you start comparing things it's like not quite apples to apples you know um that one's that one's not a great example if i'm being honest yeah. because i think, I think the there was worse about mario maker 2 than the original mm-hmm. is that mario maker 2 feels more algorithmic yes it feels it, more it like does. okay what is the core of this put it on mm-hmm. a robot have them <laughs> spit out the product mm-hmm. um versus like the weird crap of mario maker where it was like oh you get this item by shaking that thing and then <laughs> like that's how you get that mm-hmm. mushroom um yep. the freaking like big weird mario man and like the the, the uh amiibo mushrooms and the, like that yep. sort of stuff like all that fun. like heart got mm-hmm. completely removed from the second game and they're like here are more items and you know like you can make (laughs) more levels and it's a more vibrant ecosystem because it's not on a failing platform like that's all the pluses which are all great pluses but to take away the the, like the thing that made it truly unique that like Mm -hmm. made it a game that only nintendo would make because any random fan can make mario maker 2 like any of yeah, them, because right. that's what they do. Like fans, when they try to make like the the spiritual successor to blah blah blah, it's very robotic. It's very like this is my favorite parts of this game, and here's me right. making my favorite parts specifically of this game better in a very linear fashion. Um, mm. But when Nintendo approaches making a new game, it's like a good one anyway. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. usually not that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I think yeah, Pokemon Snap did a really good job of. Especially, I mean, just quality of life things. There's um, the whole, like the way Pokemon, the pictures are judged is really good. And having like star rankings and stuff Mm -hmm. is something that I take for granted now because going back to the old one. And it, you know, you could have two different pictures that are completely different from each other. And it's like, oh, that one was really cool. And then you get a better picture and it just like cancels out your old one just because it has a better score. But it could be a lot more like by the numbers just like yes that picture that pokemon is large and just standing right there but mm. it's fun to have them doing different things and all that kind of stuff so yeah all that said new pokemon snap and i mean i really enjoyed new pokemon snap when it came out i know you did too um yeah so just uh yeah i'll, I'll maybe i'll play more old pokemon snap um but it's fun that it's <laughs> there, calling you know? it old pokemon snap is funny <laughs> that's the way it goes but otherwise besides pokemon snap we're playing some games. True. I believe. 
I'm playing. Uh, uh, what are you playing? Fair amount of games. You know what? I'm playing freaking Fortnite, dude. Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. I saw you playing Stardew Valley, which is crazy. Yeah, I'll talk Fortnite? about that too. But yeah, Fortnite, yeah. Flair, I got to talk about that because that's a, a very not me game. Uh, but you yeah. know my friends like Wes and and Lee and them mm -hmm. like they all play Fortnite. They've been trying to get me on Fortnite forever. And then they added freaking laser swords to Fortnite, and I was like, okay, fine, oh. I'll play Fortnite. They have the laser swords in this that. video game. Um, so now like Darth Vader specifically you, is in. You have to still find those, right? You have like, to find them. But okay, it's, so it's, you probably still have not, guns. Yeah, more yeah, often yeah, than yeah, not. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, no absolutely oh. not because right now at least there's a very specific place where you get the laser sword you have to go fight nice. darth vader and then you can kill him and get the uh, laser sword and you just awesome. follow him. and that's what like literally every game that i'm playing with them i'm like y'all there's nowhere are we dropping we're going to darth vader <laughs> <laughs> like i don't care what y'all want we're going to darth vader <laughs> um yeah. and then we go to darth vader and then we kill him and then i get the laser sword and it's pog um nice. do you play as is it like teams of three? Or? It's it's uh, any number from is one to four. Um, usually oh, we're okay. we're playing between three and four. When I and I'm then playing. you're matched up with other people with that, that are number. in that same amount of okay, okay. team uh, figuration. Team size, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Is that a new thing since what? Apex Legends came out? Like, was it just single player? No. And then Apex Legend. Okay. No. Uh, Fortnite became Fortnite because of uh, what is that game even called? Uh, PUBG, Pl player unknown right. battleground yeah, yeah. or something. And that one also had teams. Yes. Me and Bob played that game before. Oh. Um, and mm -hmm. his ponytail was floating over the truck. Um, but then once that game came out and popped off, Epic Games was like, uh -huh. we can steal this. <laughs> and uh -huh. then they, they did that, and here they we sure are. Did. What's the, I've seen the, like, season three vibin' update for Fortnite. Like, yeah. what is that? Um, I, what does that mean? It's just themed things for your, your Fortnite man. Um, okay. or, or woman. Do you, um, and you don't build things right now at some point not, i mean you can things. but i'm not playing that and we're not playing that it's no we're on zero builds baby that's okay another, so that's, that's like a mode call. that you can choose that's, or not yeah, choose. yeah 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 if there was that's builds, i'm good. not playing this game absolutely not yep. nope yeah no shot i'm playing it with builds um <laughs> but without that's builds, too much to manage honestly fine exactly yeah no i'm not yeah. with that especially so, especially like, because it's a shooter and i don't care about shooters at all i don't like and i it's it's like partially uh like a very specific thing to me because my vision is bad so it's like it's just frustrating for me that i will die a lot of the times because the person saw me before i saw them and that's annoying, especially as somebody that's that is annoying, competitive yeah. and used to being able to like, if I see you and I know where you're at, like people are like, oh, would you, you do good in Smash? It's like, yeah, because I always know where my opponent is at. <laughs> like, if I can see you, you're getting beat up. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But like, like, if I can't see you, then like, rip. It's not like, I mean, game skills aren't just like universally transferable either. You know, like there's definitely some things where- The thing is, to an extent, they are because it's I like mean, once i figured out that like like the the thing is like as long as i'm like tapped in and i'm paying attention 
movement mm-hmm. is just something that i'm usually good at so mm-hmm. that's what when i start, like when i'm doing good it's because i'm using movement to be like okay well let me not get hit like this guy knows mm-hmm. where i'm at and he's shooting me but i can still make it so he can't hit me until i see him and then yeah. i'll fight from there um so that much i will say is transferable for sure it's like mm-hmm. just just having game sense of knowing like oh well th- this is how video games universally work with hitboxes and mm-hmm. so on and so forth um i that much i think also like there's so i I mean i'll talk about it in a second but i'm playing some fall guys ashley and i've been playing it a little bit and it is interesting how just like yeah just generally skills at platformers or whatever Mm. do transfer fairly well but especially it's like just the element of like patience and knowing like depth perception and like specific things like that which are like kind of you know, you just build those. Patience over time. is definitely like a huge thing that I think. And just like games all games, sure. honestly. and yeah. especially like in like Souls likes or whatever, like that's something where I feel like I could be wrong about this, but I kind of feel like if you get good at a Souls like, that kind of it, probably gives you some of the most transferable yeah. knowledge because it's learning how to read things, learning patience, learning like right. not to get greedy, and that like a lot of games just do those things you know mm-hmm. so i mean probably I similarly souls, with I smash think souls like it's a fighting game yeah. like that yeah, is what totally. i think like that's the thing that like that's the core of it like if you grew up playing like street fighter or whatever yeah. or whatever like old fighting game at this point you know like mm-hmm. smash is an old fighting game now the game's freaking yeah. 20 plus years old um yeah. like if you grew up playing that a lot of that stuff transfers over you're like yeah patience mm-hmm. and like spacing and timing and like all that stuff um yep. definitely like can help you be good at, at those at that at that mm-hmm. situation yep. yeah so would you say you're enjoying Fortnite, or mostly yeah, just because you're playing uh, it with lee and exactly and yes and because okay, i am yeah. playing it with my friends i would not play it by myself <laughs> Mm-hmm. that i still don't have the desire to be like yo i'm queuing up Fortnite. it's like if, if i see them like in the group chat be like yo forts i'm like yo i'm down whatever i'm not doing nothing <laughs> like, yeah i'm not going to play Fortnite. um but yep. uh you know i'm playing that so there you go that's one of the games well, nice are you playing anything else I uh well so like I said fall guys mm-hmm. um oh, mm-hmm. that came to switch yep. and so Ashley and I have played that a couple times she'll play it on my profile sometimes too and uh so it's just uh it's a fun little game you know i knew that i wanted to play it when it was on playstation stuff but it was on playstation PlayStation. and i don't have one of those (laughs) so um yeah and it's like it's super it it works like it's not um laggy at all in terms of gameplay Mm -hmm. which is good like it does what i prefer a port to do which is it's not laggy at all in terms of gameplay if i look at other characters some of them are literally just like not not t-posing specifically but like stuck in kind of a running animation Mm -hmm. just in that in that pose just kind of moving and jumping so it's like capturing what their costume is and just where they're moving to and stuff yeah and honestly that's fine because it yeah, works like, who you know cares? how's that impact in your gameplay <laughs> you exactly know? like it's funny to see and like sometimes right. especially at the end of a level where it's like you know people have qualified i feel like assets kind of like move around a little bit for a second mm-hmm. um but again it's after the gameplay but it's that's actually kind of funny just like seeing somebody just yeet it off into nowhere um just right after the the game's done um but yeah it, it's it's a it's a lot of fun 
because it you know always has been and it's just nice because like it's such a low impact game and i don't love multiplayer games more often than not especially if they're more like one-on-one kind of a thing where i know that like that person i'm playing against is a person Mm. and then there's like i i don't know just i just don't love that because then if they're being toxic then that like bugs me and those kinds of things i guess whereas in this with 60 other people and it whittles down into whatever like i'm basically with this kind of game you're you're just playing the game and there happens to be other people also doing it and they can interact with you obviously some you know they can like hold you or something like that yeah but for the most part that doesn't happen and so it's mostly just like getting good it's not happening yet <laughs> it will happen 100 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's already i mean i've noticed it a little bit but it's really funny because like right now you know we have a bit of knowledge about this game having just played it a couple times at like mitch's house or something and also having watched other people play it a bunch you know um whereas a bunch of these people it's like you know probably 10 year old kids yeah. that are just loading up because it's free and they are uh, i've gotten two crowns so far which is not a lot but it's a couple and mm-hmm. if if this was really sweaty like it is on other platforms that i mean it's cross play so maybe i am playing with other platforms honestly you're probably playing with other platforms but it's cross still it's, it's new cross play yeah. For other platforms exactly. so it's a lot of people and it's yep. like you said f- newly free to play so there's a lot of people that are just picking it True. up whether on switch or otherwise you know mm-hmm. and i'm sure like so. the game probably like if you're just in a regular lobby like you're just by mm-hmm. yourself or whatever or with people that are also playing it on switch it probably prioritizes matching you with people that are on switch i bet anyway. i wouldn't be surprised yeah so it's yeah it's it's a good time i'll probably it'll probably be one of those things it's just like an easy pick up and play here and there at some point over the next you know whatever months and stuff but ashley and i especially will like pass back and forth between the two of us and Mm. like it'll be one that she doesn't like and so i'll play it or one that she does like and then she'll play it that's cheating uh we're crowdsourcing the win that's a fact um i did not install it uh i don't know if i will no. and again unless it's like a stream thing and people are like yo i don't play freaking and then i'll play it but like i don't really could we uh how many people can do it for i think it's a couple oh, you can make your own thing. lobbies yeah you can make your own lobby we, yeah. we could we could definitely do that we could do it we if people to. want to do it we could do it um interesting up the all uh, yep. But yeah, uh, I'm also playing freaking Stardew Valley, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> what's up with that? So, Youth was playing Stardew Valley uh-huh. because she likes the cozy games. We were talking about that. Yep. Um, and I was like, you know, this was a while ago, though, that I specifically brought this up to her. And I was like, yo, there's a freaking Stardew Valley is a cozy game. We could play that. Um, so then I read She'd that. never played it before? No. she. I don't uh, even think she uh, knew what it was. Um, oh, so, downloaded that um it's overwhelmed her immediately because it's like it's a cozy (laughs) game in the sense that like it doesn't force you to do anything but there's a lot of stuff going on so it's like it's hard to like know like what even do yeah um so when i got into the weeds of that game it was kind of a stressful game yeah because the way i was doing it you're trying to like and you specifically you're trying to min max and all that i don't think that 100 i don't think she's necessarily trying to do that that's good um but it's just like where even do i start yeah (laughs) yeah 
I would say what was helpful for me was I watched one video beforehand because I wanted to figure out mostly for myself, but I watched a video that was like 22 things I wish I knew when I started starting mm-hmm. or something like that. And that was really helpful to like, it mentioned like, go ahead and get a backpack as soon as you can to save up yeah. for a larger backpack. That's a good thing. And like some other just little tidbits like that, that like didn't spoil anything about kind of even the gameplay, but just that. But I do wish that somebody had told me like, don't try to do all of the things like have an animal farm and the, you know, all of your like crops, crops and, uh, yeah, yep. and mining and that stuff. Cause honestly, then I would just like, yeah, it was too much. But and then it's I feel like on a second playthrough, it's more chill. I feel like, I feel like getting crops, like as like a person that plays like RPGs and all their crap, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't want to like use these crops yet. Cause I can do artisan goods and stuff. Like I could make this into yep. wine. So like, then you're just sitting mm-hmm. with the crops for forever. And it's just like, um, so you got it. That, uh, for, this was months ago that, that yeah. she did that. And then tapped out and was like, I'm no, I'm not. Um, but again, recently, I don't know. Somebody talked to her about it again or something. Um, and she was like, all right, I'm playing Stardew Valley again. I was like, okay, cool. And then she was like trying to fish and she was like, how do I fish? And I was like, I don't know. So I downloaded it to like, like remind myself how to do it. Cause I remember it was like a thing. Like we talked about it on the podcast before. I'm pretty sure Uh of like, um, that being something that people thought was so hard and I'm like, yo, it's Mm. not even that hard, man. Freaking crack that fishing. (laughs) So I downloaded the game Mm -hmm. and then I was like, I did that. And then I was like, damn i got a lot of stuff in this game and i was like i got all you like i make wine and stuff so then i started doing that and i fell down that rabbit hole so now i'm just playing the game until i just don't want to play it anymore um yeah, but it's like go. it's like a it's an easy thing to like burn time like if i if i'm like oh i gotta wait x amount of hours or like even like smash isn't even like that where it's like i'll play smash and like all those that time that i'm playing smash i'm like i'm like it doesn't feel like the time's moving any faster but i mm. could literally be playing in stardew valley and i'm like yeah, what the heck how did two hours pass you know yeah because it's like even like like just basic like just trying to save the game takes 24 minutes or whatever i gotta freaking go to sleep (laughs) to save the game (laughs) um so it's like it's really easy to like just burn time in that game um Mm. so yeah i was playing that yeah that's when like i i think i have like 80 hours in that and it was just two in-game years Mm -hmm. which I mean, you know, for anybody who hasn't played that's like two years, that's a long time. It's not a very long time. For eighty hours to do that, like it was I don't know, it's just crazy how fast the game Yeah, it's passes time. It'll do it. It just burns up time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm trying play, to I'm trying to get Ashley into that, I think. You should. And that's a co op thing. So it is. And yeah. I think that I, that would be like it might even be like an easier game to tackle in that way where it's like you you know what you can do because you can just divvy everything up. You know, where it's like, all right, I'll take care of the fishing and mm-hmm. freaking hunting or whatever. And you take care of the crops and the animal, you know, like that that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Um, but if it's just you, it's like you got to freaking juggle all that and figure out like, okay, what do I want to prioritize and what do I not? Like right now, like I was saying, I'm just mm-hmm. all artisan, artisan goods, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm making the wines and the, the firm, the, like going yep. in there and putting in the freaking keg and what? Not, not the keg. The, I feel the like... Freaking- the barrels in my basement <laughs> i like the head cannon also that comes along with that a little bit better where like you're not this like jack of all trades sort of thing but you're you're an artisan you know like yeah you that's make a fact wine that's and a it's fact. just like it feels nice 
That's what I do. Also, and jams a, and, yeah. and pickled things and whatnot. <laughs> Indeed. I also got goats. Um, I, I I need to like remember how to mm -hmm. buy more animals because I need more animals. Like I, for, you know, I can only get so much milk. I got too. I think I have too many Marnie cheese things. Maybe? Marnie. And, yeah, but like I don't know. I don't know. I'll look it up or yeah. I'll look around. Yeah. Um, but but also it's like the whole thing of like now I gotta talk to people and be their friends and stuff because I'm not friends with nobody. Like I just have a wife and then I have like two friends, <laughs> but like everybody else has like no hearts mm -hmm. and I'm like yo I gotta freaking talk to more people, dude. <laughs> like because it's like you gotta figure uh -huh. out what they like and give them stuff and it's like yo like mm -hmm. what the heck. Um, so yeah, I gotta. I mean, you that. can. You also don't have to. Like, you could be a hermit if you really want to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um. Mm -hmm. No, it is fun. I feel like to get to know people, but it does feel it feels very hit or miss in some ways. Which I mean, that's what getting to know real people is like, I guess. And I do. I still do like about that game that like the people are very specifically meticulously thought out as opposed to animal crossing where it's like so many characters that they're kind of shallow, you know, like in terms of what all is unique about them. Um, but in Stardew Valley, it's like, man, every single person has this whole world of stuff that has to do with them, which is, I don't know, nice for it to be there if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. Are you playing anything else? Uh, speaking of cozy games, I I loaded back up Islanders, and what just what a good old time that game is. I I feel like I'm the only person of my friends that likes it, but I like it a lot. <laughs> it's yeah, it's I mean similarly like can just suck me in for so long because so you know the gameplay loop is you're you know min max this one island basically to get it as you know as many things on it as possible and then you prestige go to a new island so like i don't want to put it down while i'm still working on this one island which literally can can take probably i don't know th maybe an hour two hours maybe more sometimes depending on how big it is or whatever um and then you prestige and then as soon as you do that you're like oh a new island i could put this there or something you know like and then mm -hmm. it just starts to get you sucked back in on that front so um yeah i've i've got a run going right now and i checked the leaderboard and i'm still my like high score from the last time which was at like 50th for a minute there is like 383rd which isn't bad all things considered but i also don't know how many people are playing this game so that maybe is it might Not be terrible but, but who knows <laughs> yeah. but i think the last time i checked because i um just to find out where I was at at the time, I logged in on Ashley's, started an island, got zero points or like 10 points or something on it, and then checked the leaderboard and it was like 15,000 people or something like that. And that was a long time ago. So could be now that it's 16,000 people or 15,001 people or at least that, yeah, something like that. So been playing that. It's cozy, um, but also kind of stressful in that like, it it sucks up time that sometimes I should be doing something else or going to sleep. So <laughs> we'll see if I end up doing more of that. I've just prestiged to a new island, which feels like an easy place to kind of, you know, kind of set it for a little while and go from there. But otherwise, I think that's basically all that I'm playing. Uh, which, yeah, I mean, some of that wasn't even very much. Pokemon Snap was all of 30 minutes last night, but whatever. 
I bought um, some with that, freaking, you know, are you playing I'm usually playing Smash. Um, yeah. I'm playing Smash with my friend Zay, who's also like part of that group. Um, mm-hmm. like Lee and them. He plays Samus. Um, I freaking hate fighting Samus, but it's good <laughs> to have the experience of fighting Samus. Granted, yep. I will say that he does not play Samus like most Samus is because so I don't know how much it's actually helping because is that like, good or bad yeah I yeah because it's like the reason why I don't like fighting Samus like wholesale like for most people against most people I should say um is because Samus, Samus yes yeah, super campy but he is not like he's mm-hmm. like on the other end of that where it's like, and I've I've told him <laughs> this where it's like it's funny because it's like he'll come like he'll lose a lot of the time or like not like I'm not saying he loses a lot but I'm saying when uh-huh. he loses a lot of the time it's because he got impatient and and ran at me and i punished him for that because like that's the thing it's like for the most part like when i'm playing to win against people that are like good at the video game i'm pretty Mm -hmm. defensive where it's like i'm not going to hit you unless i know that it's going to work and i'm going to wait for you to commit and hit me so that i can punish that um that happens a lot where it's like he'll be in that situation more often than i will where it's like i just gotta hit you <laughs> you know and yeah. die for it yeah, um so yeah I've been, I've been doing that and it's we, weird we, to tell somebody to be more can i mean i guess you're telling him to be more patient, i'm not necessarily is... telling them to do anything i'm fine with yeah. him <laughs> playing the way he plays because it's not like he wins like he's good at the game yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like i feel like me adapting to like and winning like when i do against him it doesn't feel like i'm getting better at fighting against samus it feels like i'm getting better at fighting against Zay. Um, yeah. which is not sense. like not a bad thing, you know, like, cause like I said, he's good at the game. It's just mm-hmm. like, I don't think that fighting him will necessarily make it easier to fight other Samus's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, so, but we'll see. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's always good to have more people to play the game with that are good at the game. Either way. This is true. Cause I, like, even if it's not like going into a session being like, I'm going to get better at fighting this character. I can still be like, I'm going to get better at like trying to work on this combo or what to do after I get this kind of hit and like that sort of stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's just another person for you to get to play N64 Smash with when that comes out, you know? That's a fact. When the real Smash comes out. True, 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 true. Whatever this, this newfangled stuff is. Also, uh, Eric, if you're still here, see if you can type in the chat now. Oh, no, he's not here. <laughs> okay, wait, I got to So he I was, The whole time I was trying to fix that because <laughs> apparently he can't <laughs> type in the chat. Which is funny because I thought he did like right at the beginning. I could be wrong. Uh, uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, nope, okay. Bring in, we're done with that. Q&A. We are. Q&A. I um I only posted on Discord because mm-hmm. that's what we did today. Because the, because uh, the world's terrible right now. Yeah, so that's not even just right now. Out. Just you know, just routinely terrible, and we see I'm, it a lot because of things. I stand behind what I said earlier, which is that it feels like the whole like, man, how can I focus on work today? There's too much other stuff going on. Yeah, it happens just so often these days, and yep. that's you know yeah and i'll say i don't think it's because necessarily anyway because Mm -hmm. bad things are happening that never happened before 
I think that yeah. it's actually a good thing um, that we're yeah. inundated yeah. with this stuff because this is stuff that was going to happen anyway, but we wouldn't know about it. Or yeah. the people that aren't affected by it wouldn't know about it, and that sucks. <laughs> you know, it's like that's why I, it's like hard for me to like. And mm -hmm. I, I, I'm sure I've talked about this a couple times, um, but it's hard for me to like reconcile with the fact that like to some degree we provide like a distraction. I don't want people to be mm. distracted. You know, yeah. like I, I yeah. want people to like I I'm, I don't have a problem with being like a highlight of a of a, a day that it has bad things that happen. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't want people to like forget about things that are happening, you know, um, tangent aside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's more of a a, a patreon podcast i was gonna thing. say yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe we'll talk about that on the patreon podcast, honestly right? <laughs> yeah maybe yeah. so it's interesting stuff yeah yeah because again like yeah not just to finish up that bit it i i i never want my like not responding to or not talking about something on twitter not that like we have to talk about everything on twitter also you know like mm -hmm. necessarily but there are things that like I feel like it's important to talk about and I don't want me not talking about something to make it seem like I don't have any thoughts about it. Typically it's that I have too many thoughts about it and yeah. I and I'm not able to articulate them in a Twitter way just not able to articulate them in a Twitter way, you know, like, and they're, I mean, it's like I said on Twitter today, just like, I think a lot of my thoughts are just nuanced in a way that are just going to get backlash outside of the fact that I know that there are people that also, even if we have different opinions, trust me that I'm not just being, you know, something um, mean spirit. So will give me the benefit of the doubt in that case. Yeah, but I feel like I'll it, say, you know, I will say I was going to reply to your, like your thread where it was mm -hmm. like, you, you said like you made both sides mad. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you did. Mm -hmm. um, because it's like the, the, the problem isn't people being religious or, or anything like that. The problem is that it's it it is usually wholesale like that, where it's like, I'm 100%. religious, so therefore I'm far right. And therefore I hate this and that. Yeah. And, you know, it's like I don't think a lot of people that are like even pro choice necessarily actively want to have an abortion like nobody's like i yeah. can't wait to have an abortion you know mm -hmm. but, but it's they, a straw man but they deserve <laughs> to have that choice whether whether right. it be the worst case scenario or they just don't want to have the baby <laughs> or or yeah. go through pregnancy or whatever like they should literally they should have that option um and it's okay to like feel like sad about that, like the the loss of a potential life and all that other stuff. But it's it's the like controlling it and vilifying it and all that other stuff that is the the bad side of that. And I don't think yeah. you do any of that. Like being like, oh, I wish there wasn't abortion. But like <laughs> it's like, eh, like you understand like stuff happens and people got to do what they got to do. And it's yeah, not and it's, it's, it's not up to us. I think on both sides, it's just. It's so hard because, I mean, here we go. This is the Patreon cast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's it really is tricky because just the politics, politics as they are. Yeah. It, like, and both sides, and I literally mean both sides. It, you know, like, it is always, it feels like a, like having to wholesale win something, like you said, as opposed to, like, if, if either side theoretically, well, no, 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 that's not true. If both sides were able to like come to the table being like, let's 
forget the past. Let's like figure it out like as reasonable people, which is just not possible in the current state of things. Then like maybe we could figure some stuff out that's like figuring stuff out, you know, Um, and I'm not even giving any solutions to what that is, but I mean, if on both sides, it's kind of just like, I feel like in this situation, there shouldn't be a both sides because I think and again, this might be because I'm more on that side than the other, that there is a right answer to this. Like, again, like uh, wanting, like feeling bad about abortions and not wanting them to happen shouldn't then mean that you put that on everybody else, you know? Like, I think Mm -hmm. that it is the right thing to do to let people choose how they feel about that situation. Because we're like, and again, I, I think that like a lot of people uh, immediately think about it in this way, in the worst case scenario sort of situation. I think that that's not necessarily the best thing either. But like mm-hmm. thinking of the best case scenario, it's not good to to have the baby and not be able to support the baby. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, and who's going to do that? Like, be, because your morality says like, oh man, and I, I'm saying, I'm saying you're generally, I'm not talking about you. Right. Yeah. yeah um, totally, specifically, yeah. but like, because people feel like, oh, I feel bad about X, Y, and Z. Um, are you going to support this baby? Or yeah. are you, are, is there, it's the quality of life for that baby going to plummet just because you cared so much about the baby before the baby was born and now the baby's yeah. here and nobody can support the baby. So the baby's life sucks. You know, like that's not good I either. Think especially the fact like the just the obvious hypocrisy of the like, you know, people making decisions. Parts of it is where you know yeah just yesterday or two days ago or whatever guns are like yeah man just have so many guns and that kind of thing we're like it's the people in power are not trying to do the good and righteous things that the people that think that they want those people in power to do them are trying to do they're they're just trying to do things for power and like being you know like it's it's not for the good of the people you know um and that's just really messed up um yeah so i don't know again i have more more thoughts than even this i just don't feel like <laughs> patreon podcast <laughs> yeah yeah oh man yeah. um no i mean and, i think and, and again i my instinct is to be like oh well, you know back to nintendo i don't that no <laughs> don't like yeah. that like the the distraction thing i don't like that that does not yeah. sit well with me but we will talk about other stuff so we're going to talk about the other stuff <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah man Q&A. i think okay last last thought uh-huh. just in general i think it's i think it's good to be able to have to have discussion because i think uh-huh. that it's it's so easy to um to just not you know and like yeah. that i mean again like i i think most of my community is middle to far left i most things i that's kind of where i sit for a lot of things um but mm-hmm. i think even in that i notice a certain tendency at times to um to hold obviously hold beliefs everybody holds beliefs mm-hmm. but then like hold those as the correct belief without like before considering all the things hearing, around it like and, yeah. conversation and then right. coming back to it as reasonable you know that kind of thing i think and you know that's that's all i ever want to do is just like 
hold like have that belief and then set it to the side for a second have conversation and be like okay is that yeah no probably still yeah. that thing though and this then what it's worth that you know? me saying what i said about i think that that is coming out on the other side of it and that is the right conclusion to make is because mm-hmm. like that argument about like pro-lifers and stuff like that right isn't even consistent because mm-hmm. they only care about the life up until the baby yeah. is born yeah. like there there's no there's no uh rallying behind making sure all these babies are cared for you know like that where's mm-hmm. that at where are the laws for that you know um they just want the control like that's Mm -hmm. that is the consistent thing you know where it's like i could i could see it if these people all these like pro-life people like the people that describe themselves as that specifically um Mm -hmm. i could see if which i think is still wrong because again it's not all about that you know like it's Mm -hmm. also just the the core of a woman should be able to decide whether she wants to have a baby or not um Mm -hmm even beyond that like if that is truly how people feel which i think on some level is admirable if that's how you feel is like you just don't want people to die or be Mm -hmm. like not given the uh like chance to live um more uh accurately Mm -hmm. um that i feel like that's good but the the good in that stops when it's like well i only care about that you know, like once yeah. the baby's there, I don't know what to tell you. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, freaking, you know, take care of the baby. This is a decision that you made. No, it's not a decision that they made. You made the decision for them by making legislation that says that they can't get rid of the baby. But And it's so easy to stop there, too. You yeah. know, where it's just like, you're not allowed to do something. Right. And then if, if you do, then, or like, and then past that. It's just so easy to be out of your hands because yeah. like, it was like, well, we didn't tell, we told them not to do the thing they weren't supposed to do. So, you know, there we go. That's it. Um, but, but yeah, there's, there's a whole life to be had after that, that yeah. like is as, and especially again, the people that are the ones making these decisions are like, I've been, I don't know, since we're, we're working on selling our house and buying a house that's further outside of town, but a little bit bigger, which is going to be nice so that we can have guests and like maybe adopt another child down mm-hmm. the road. If um, just depending on how, how things worked out. Yeah. But um, with that, I've been like, I don't know, a little bit more paying attention to the economy and things. Mm-hmm. And it's messed up. How up are the same people that it's, I mean, not to just like straight up blame baby boomers, but like, I, I watched a video where he intentionally at the end of the video was like, I don't want to just blame baby boomers. So I'm not going to, but like definitely also implied who they it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of their faults too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and like, that's the same people that are, you know, like at this point, they're just, I don't know. It very, everybody's, everybody's selfish to a degree for sure. But mm-hmm. like the more money and the more power you have, the more selfish you are. Like, nine times out of 10. And so it just sucks that those are the people that are making any decisions at all. Cause like, yep. you don't know, you know, and you're not even going to be here that long. Exactly. <laughs> like you're on your way out. <laughs> like, uh, <yeah. laughs> they also, they don't even know about Q and a, you know, that's but we a fact. <laughs> true that. Yeah. So again, so any more thoughts, but we'll, we'll table them Patreon podcast. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear us talk about this kind of stuff, <sighs> it is, what it is. Here we All are. Right. Here we go. Thanks for asking questions, folks. Um, rise gang. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the shift of 
this shift is palpable. All right, whatever. <laughs> We're just doing it. Raz Gang, uh, did either of you watch the Xenoblade Direct? And if so, what are your thoughts? I wanted to hear opinions of lesser Xenoblade planes, as I myself am extremely hyped from what I watched, but I'm a huge Xenoblade, but a huge fan of the Xenoblade series. I saw parts of it. Nice. I, I just, I can't bring myself to care about systems in a game that I'm not currently playing. Like, and it's not even a thing of like, like I wasn't watching the Smash, uh, like direct and stuff like that, being like, yes, parrying. <laughs> what? If I keep yeah. forward tilting my forward, uh, like all that stuff, just made me okay. Release the game. Release the game. Release the game. I can't play uh -huh. information. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm largely the same with a lot of things. Where like, um, if there's a tutorial, like I know some people that'll like watch tutorial videos on things, learn everything about like logic, for example. You know, I more recently have started using logic, mm -hmm. and switching over from Pro Tools has been you know more or less fine. But like, there's things that I don't know. Um, some like I know people that would just go and watch all the videos on logic and then they get into it and there's it's like information overload they don't remember how stuff anyway and so just like you know half of it's just sitting in your brain sort of in the background not doing anything instead I like to poke and prod around and then when I need something or actually probably way better example was just Mario Strikers which we talked about last week so all that said oh I forgot I to talk about that. that I'm also I was playing that but now I am no longer playing that because people are cringe <laughs> oh my god people uh, brought the lag switches out as really? soon as the video games give oh, you incentive to compete <laughs> that's I hate that so much oh, is that nasty. even that beneficial in that game I mean mm -hmm, obviously it must mm -hmm. be absolutely it's beneficial in this game <laughs> it's very cringe uh, um but yeah. yeah no it's nasty and makes me not want to play it but um but yeah no xenoblade um i like i get it why they did the direct mm. and i'm i'm very happy for you rice but me <laughs> i don't want to watch a 30 minute presentation that's telling me how to play a video game that i can't play right now well you know like mm -hmm. even if i wanted to play it like if they yeah. dropped it when the when the, if the game came out right and the day that the game came out they dropped the direct that would be a w because then it's like yo i got all the information about the game and i could play it right now and all that other stuff right but like weeks before the game releases is kind of crazy it's like mm -hmm. the only people that are going to watch this 30 minute presentation are people that already know that they're interested in the game right so like why give that why why do that a month out <laughs> you know yeah. like i don't know i think that's kind of kind of crazy i i will i'll say my opinions of it are that it like i said before seems like best of both worlds and like honestly probably probably will end up being the best of the three xenoblade games mm -hmm. and that's great that's cool um, and i feel like they learned some things from even like doing torna and stuff like that like i can see some of that stuff translating a little bit um so that's good but yeah, besides that i guess we'll have to see i'm i'm interested for sure um again whether or not i'll pick it up at launch or whatever i think my biggest hindrance these days is just i don't know that i have time for more than you know fall guys islanders and other like pick up and play kinds of things yeah so that. uh it'll be a challenge for sure to because i mean i started torna a couple weeks ago and just like haven't had an opportunity to play more than like four hours of it or so mm -hmm. so we'll which see. is but, nothing in the rpg world true <laughs> yeah 
This man Honestly, the only reason I haven't started Torna was because apparently it's like, how long is, um, how long to beat Torna and the Golden Country? Um, it says, okay, main story, 17 and a half hours. Completion is 38 hours. Because, yeah, it's like, you know, it's a side thing. Yeah. So on the plus side, I could, I could do it. Um, will I? True. Who's to say? We'll find out next time um, on Dragon Ball Z. Indeed. Mega Man, happy Saturday, guys. Thanks. This I mean, is the only yeah, time that he's right. The right, only time yeah, he's right because this goes up on Saturday. Exactly. Um, I want to know if you guys played any sports when you were younger. What did you play? Were you any good? Why did you stop? Also, best halftime snack during games. Hashtag RE Foods. I played foods. soccer, funnily enough. Nice. Um, for like, no, um, yes, um, (laughs) for from like fourth to sixth grade, um, I stopped because like, I don't know, I just like, I never cared that much. It was fun, but like, I just did it because it was like fun, you know? And then there was other stuff that I found that I could do after school that were more fun. Mm. So I no longer did it, you know? Also, past sixth grade, it starts getting kind of sweaty. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I I have no, I had no desire to be an athlete or anything like that. So it's like, I'm not going to freaking school for like, you know, (laughs) I don't care about that. So that's why I stopped, but it was fun and I Mm -hmm. was okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe the best though. Maybe. Nah, not the best, but I was okay. I was okay. Okay. I scored, you know, I scored, but I freaking, you know, I wasn't like a, I wasn't like top scorer or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I, um, Mark said, just would like to say, I'm not a fan of the rise of the word sweaty. True, 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 true. I don't yeah. like, like, I think it's kind of mean spirited. Um, mm, interesting. Cause it, it's just another thing of like that stuff that I've talked about before about like people policing the amount of hours that somebody oh. plays a video game. Yeah, it's like shut right. up. Like you're. I think th- the first context that I heard it in was like when somebody it was uh, a, somebody playing Fall Guys and you know being good at it or something, yeah. and then somebody was like, "You're not supposed to be good at Fall Guys." Yeah. It's like, oh, there, just, be good at the video. I don't know. We, we, do what you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think that it's it's just it's just all bad, you know. It's bad on the, from every angle that you look at it, you know. Like if people are being sweaty in a game that like and and in it, like people that specifically do stuff like smurfing and like like that type of crap, that's nasty. But it's do also, not know what that means. It, smurfing is like when, so. I mean, more or less, it's, it's the type of stuff that, like, when I boot up Smash on your profile, like, and I get my friends in Elite Smash, it's, like, that sort of stuff. Yeah. But it's, like, doing gotcha. that all the time. It's, like, all right, mm. I'm I'm too high in the in the ranks where I'm not winning as much as I want to, so I'm going to, like, make an account that puts me lower in the ranks, so I'm, like, demolishing people now. Um, yeah, right. Which is nasty. I specifically do the smurfing just to like get my friends unexpectedly in Elite Smash. Um, (laughs) That's why I do it. Like I like I can be on the thing is like Uh my um, GSP for Pokemon Trainer on my account and the Burner account that I have is super Mm -hmm. high. Like I don't lose (laughs) very often. Um, Mm -hmm. So like I don't feel the need to make a Burner account for that. Um, but a lot uh-huh. of people do, where it's just, they they just want to freaking destroy people. 
um yeah. but yeah like the for, for people that are sweaty that's the bad side of being sweaty and the, for the people that are not and or are bad at the video game mm. it's a way to try to make themselves feel better about where they're at in the game because it's like oh well i'm just not as good because i don't dedicate my life to it it's like no you're just right. not as good because you're not as good you know like i could yeah. play i could play smash once every year and still be better <laughs> than the majority of people that have picked up a gamecube controller mm. um but I choose to play Smash because I'm good at Smash and any other game that I'm good at, you know, and also yep. because I like it. Like, I don't know. The thing is, like, I can't really say if I would play Smash as much as I play Smash if I wasn't good at Smash because I'm good at Smash. Um, right. Yeah. But that's not specifically why I choose to play. You know, like, I don't turn on the game being like, I need an ego boost. I want to win. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> now I'm bored. I want to play the game that is fun mechanically, you know. Mm -hmm. And like. Yeah, I agree. I think for me, the the turnoff is would only be in like just somebody being toxic. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like in like, and that's that's never fun at all. But somebody can be way better than me, but have fun, be a good sport, and just like be just playing, right? And that's fine. And they can be just barely better than me or worse than me, mm -hmm. and be toxic. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, you know, that's again, most of the thing is like frustrated. most of the people for me. And maybe, again, maybe that's because of where I'm at in Smash. But most of the people mm -hmm. that are toxic are usually the ones that are worse. Like, they'll, they'll be You're getting, right. like, three-stocked and teabagging the whole time. It's like, dude, like, <laughs> you hit me twice. <laughs> Why are you teabagging? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't, somebody earlier said, like, 10-year-olds are the most toxic when we were talking about Fall Guys. And they're like, yeah. Trev said that. It's true. Trev. They're yes. also usually the most cracked at the video game. Like there's this dude, Akola. He's a Japanese Steve player in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. And he like destroyed people. Like he dropped, I want to say like two games during this last tournament. The first international tournament that he went to, he he won. And like he literally, his first ever major that he went to. And when I say his first ever major, it's not even just his first ever major. His first ever yeah. tournament that had like 400 people in it. And this, again, this doesn't mean that he went to a tournament before that was like 40 people. No, his first right. ever tournament had 400 people in it and he won. And then he won the next Man. tournament. And then he got second place at the tournament after that. And then he won the tournament after that. He has only ever gotten first or second place within these tournaments that have hundreds of people or for specifically this American and tournament. How old is he? He's like 14, 15. Children are cracked at games because that's all, you know, yeah. they have so much time, you know? Yeah. And also your brain, I yeah, guess, exactly. is like more malleable brain or something. Elasticity yeah, and crap. Like, <laughs> He's so freaking cracked at the game, but also he yeah. plays a cringe character. But I mean, that really has nothing to do with it because like he mm. like no other Steve has results that he has. Like every other Steve is like they mm. can like clip a, a top player because top players are usually worth up like, like used to playing Smash, you know, like so they're, yeah, they're right. used to playing the game a very specific kind of way. Um, but Steve plays a whole nother game. So like top players that have like these like um, habits built in and like this knowledge that they play the game with um they're thrown off because steve plays by a different game you got to play it differently yeah um so like usually steve players don't do that well because people that are also new to the game but don't play steve are better at learning how to fight steve because they don't already have it burnt in their in their brain how to play the game but right, top players yeah. who have been playing the game this specific way for years 
are thrown off because like ah oh, crap like th this person's not dying to the thing that people usually die to and then they yeah. lose it's like if you were playing PUBG and suddenly Fortnite building comes in you're like Wait yeah exactly like, you're it's like a whole, what the it's a whole thing dude yeah yeah um mm -hmm. freaking call it he's cracked I don't know why <laughs> I've even brought that up but um, yeah um we were talking about sweaty and then that's how we uh, got there because uh, yeah. of sports you know? Oh, children. About children being toxic. <laughs> the children are yes. usually ones that are the most cracked in the game, too, because, mm. you know, they're yeah. malleable. That's right. Um, to answer the original question, I played some sports here and there. I Never very well, never for very long, but I did. Um, mm. So, like, let's see. Order of Operations. I played baseball when I was, like, six um the geneva baseball league in geneva switzerland so that was that and then like played uh a little bit of soccer or maybe those were flipped i don't remember it doesn't matter um i remember playing one game in soccer where i think I've, i'm sure i've told this story before at some random point where long the an older team needed a sub so i subbed in and i did terribly i was their goalie and oh, we, no i this man was boom, boom. i let <laughs> yeah 100 i let eight goals past me but the other goalie let 13 goals past him so we lost zero <laughs> it was really bad in my mind i still remember that game and there was like um honestly that's the only game i do remember i there was like two players on that team that one was like really small and fast and the other one was like really big and it felt like a cartoon where it's you know i you know like a lenition from of mice and men where it's just that that's what it felt like but you know good at sports so yeah that that's what that was um then like i don't know played some basketball in middle school and uh some and then the main one that i was any good at was i ran track in like ninth grade mm. and we did pretty well that was well, also did that lastly, I, did, I did like but yeah. not like i didn't do that for my school, but I hung out with my uh -huh. brother a lot and he ran cross country, so I would like run with him nice. and his friends when they did that sometimes. Uh, but nice. I didn't like compete in that, so that wasn't, I didn't bring that I never up competed my... in long, like I only did like high jump and um, like the relays and sprints and stuff. Mm. I wasn't like great at it, but. Cross country is freaking terrible, dude. I don't know why he wanted to do that. It's so much. Yeah. It's so long, dude. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I forgot about this, but skiing when I was a kid, because we lived in France, like just on the side of a mountain. So our PE would go skiing every Monday during the winters, um, which was great. And, you know, now I haven't been skiing since I was 10. But, like, it's funny to think that before I age wish 10, my school did that. I was skiing, I like, all the time. Like, near my house, because freaking... Mm -hmm. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania got Mad Hills and stuff. Nice. <laughs> um, also New Jersey. Um, <laughs> so I used to do that. But again, that was just something I did. It wasn't like a sport that yeah. I played right. in school yeah. or whatever. So I don't know if that qualifies. But I also did that too. Sure. Why not? I, but I freaking um, my friend gave me a snowboard and one of the bindings on it was broken. So mm. it's like I freaking the snowboarded down this hill and then I like I got clipped on a rock and it like uh. flipped the board from under me. Like not flipped. That's a bad description. It like pivoted or like around and like twisted my foot. <laughs> I was terrible. That sucked. Um, that sucks a lot. 
yeah, yeah. That was like when I like I didn't like I probably snowboarded since then, but that's when I like stopped doing it as much because I was like I don't want to freaking buy another snowboard, and I don't know what where to even start to get it fixed. <laughs> so like I guess I'm just using this one or not doing it at all, you know. Yeah, um, man. That was another thing. Man. Good old snowboarding. Sure. Uh, last one, just for for everybody to get to in- enjoy this. Um, I wrestled very briefly, and I hated it so, 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 so much. <laughs> it was tr- so bad. It was, I just, my friends were on the wrestling, t- like, my friends were the wrestling team, basically. Like, mm-hmm. they started it at our school and then just, like, joined some other league. Gotcha. Again, this is in Belgium, so, like, there just wasn't a wrestling league besides, like, a bunch of like <laughs> military schools or whatever mm. that were stationed around there. So somehow just, we did that. Um, I went to like one meet, I think, and I lost really bad. And then I, I just asked, <laughs> I asked my mom after, like came back for the first practice after Christmas break and just was miserable and hated <laughs> it so much. And I got in the car afterwards. I was like, mom, I, really want to quit wrestling and she was like well normally we don't really you know it's important to see things through to the end um but this kind of sucks so yeah go for it mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like sweet cool so i quit and it was great w that's it that's my sports <laughs> um and also yeah best halftime snack during games could not tell you uh chips and queso yeah Chips and queso is great. Oh, I haven't done this in a while, but if you put some, get some just like plain nachos and just like put some sprinkly cheese, like, I don't know, Colby Jack shredded cheese or something like that, mm-hmm. stick in the microwave for like 30 seconds and it melted just a little bit mm-hmm. and then dip that in um, salsa. That's like really fast and easy and good. And I haven't done it in a very long time. So I might do that. I haven't had dinner yet. So true. Nachos, nachos are also good. Nachos are good. Nachos are great. That's true. Good stuff. Last question. RP1998 for N64 Pokemon Snap. Do you think Nintendo should make a classic edition of the blockbuster Snap Machine or end up using the Labo gimmick again? I don't know if that's an either or or just like a... It kind of... Like, it sucks that, that, like, at at what time new Pokemon Snap was a thing. Because I feel like Mm. if it wasn't, like, a COVID-era video game, they would have did, like we would have been able to do cool stuff with that. <laughs> like I was telling people that I like, I could see them like printing the pictures and doing that sort of stuff, but it would be like for influencers and stuff. Like we would have been able to like go to PAX and get mm-hmm. our, our stuff printed and whatnot. But yep. Unfortunately. Yeah. And like, it still feels like if, and if it had timed out differently, just mentioning the Labo gimmick and stuff, mm. um, if it had timed out differently for Labo VR yeah, also and like, Pokemon Snap to yeah. work out together, that would have been dope. I think you made a video about that. I did. Long, I before, did. Was that before Pokemon Snap was announced? Or yeah, significantly announced? before. I made yeah. a video about games that I want them to make better with Labo. Um, yep. when they sent me Labo. Because, like, that's usually what I would do. Like, I would either, like, review it or I would, like, make a video that's like, this, is, this would be a cool way to enhance this game. Um, and that's what I did for Labo when they sent the VR kit. Um, nice. And new Pokemon Snap was one of them. Or not new Pokemon Snap, but a new Pokemon Snap was one of them. Yep. I, um, 
tangent from that a little bit was listening to i don't know a couple weeks ago or months ago or something like that the kate and krista podcast and um krista was talking about how when she took over the ambassador program or whatever they had to like make some sweeping changes and people weren't thrilled about it some people still will like whatever and some people you know sent out emails or whatever but like they just had to you know, rein it in and have just a few people that they really knew instead of having all sorts of people in the program. And it was this great decision because blah, 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 and all that stuff. And I was like, <gasps> Chris, does the reason AJ is not a Nintendo ambassador in the same no, kind I, of I was way? Say, I, no, Chris yeah. is the reason why, like, Wood is not. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But that's, yeah, apparently. I mean, which, I, you know, I could see that now because, like, the way that they do stuff with like Roger's base and this yeah, click and stuff. Right. It's like, they're like doing stuff with them, mm. you know, wholesale. And like, that's just not the case with barely anybody. It seems like anymore, you know, it's true. Um, and like, it seems like other people are still kind of in the same, I don't know, wheelhouse, but yeah, maybe not. Also, <laughs> I think we misunderstood mega bands. Um, th- Mark was like, those seem like way too heavy for halftime. That's definitely coming back up in the second half. And I was like, oh, I was definitely thinking about watching sports, not playing sports, because that's so far out of my brain. I <laughs> and thought I that, I, thought that is, it was, I, I didn't like, I don't know. I, I thought he was watching, talking about watching for sure. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Do you eat sacks during halftime? I, no. I don't have a concept of halftime. In I'm terms not, of I sports. wasn't like eating during the sport. <laughs> No. You know, like that was drink after the fact. Yeah, like I was, yeah, drink water, Gatorade, and then High play five. the game, and then leave, and then get pizza or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I could eat some pizza. And with that, that's the end. Oh, uh, the the question for if um if you want to answer something in the YouTube true comment section is the weekend the last two days of the week, or is it weekends like bookends, and it's the first and the last day of the week, and it's like you know, the ends of the week. That's a fact. I, I won't tell you the answer, um, but there is a right answer. And AJ and I are both in agreement, if that kind of helps give it away at all. Um, mm-hmm. And one of them is silly, and my friend Mitch is dumb. That's a but fact. I love him, but he's and so I dumb. texted him something <laughs> to that effect. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, yeah. Goodbye.